Hey guys, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Joe McCall. This is REI In Your Car. What's up? Hey, I'm excited. Today's a good day. Tomorrow is my workshop. I love doing these workshops. Get to hang out with about 30 really cool people talking about my favorite subject, lease options, flipping lease options. It's going to be really good. I'm in the car right now running some errands and I wanted to talk with you about something cool. Are you ready for some gold nugget bombs? All right, so I want to tell you something that I think is a really cool ninja way to find deals in a competitive market. All right, you ready? Real simple and probably maybe a lot of you are already doing this, but I know some of you aren't and I know enough of you are not doing it. And it's a great idea. What uh, brought this on as, as I was thinking about this is I have a particular coaching client who is gonna be doing a deal in a very, very expensive competitive market and his wholesaling fee is gonna be about $50,000, five zero, right, which is awesome. And so one of the things that he did was he was sending out his marketing like he should. You know, it's easy to complain about response rates aren't as good as they used to be, whatnot. But he had a seller on that particular house that he was mailing about was not interested in selling. But he had some commercial property in another area that he was interested in selling, right? So he told the seller, told my client, investor friend, uh, coaching client, whatever, that uh, it's worth about $890,000. I'm going to try to get my numbers right here, but it's around this area. It's worth about $890,000 and he was willing to sell it for $750,000. So like any good student should, he went ahead and got it under contract, right? If it's close enough, just get it under contract and you'll find out whether it is a deal or not. Don't overthink it. Don't overanalyze it, right? So then he started marketing for buyers, right? And found out after a week or two weeks, he was getting zero interest. He wasn't getting any interest, why? Well, because the price was too high, okay? Maybe it wasn't really worth 890. So anyway, he just kept on being persistent, refusing to quit or give up. Finally found a buyer who said, you know what, I would be interested in that. In fact, it might've been like a buyer knew a buyer, I think is what it was. And the guy, whoever it was, said, you know, I would be interested in that, but I wouldn't pay more than like six fifty. Round numbers. Well, maybe six twenty-five. I think it was six twenty-five. So here's the numbers. Again, the house was worth eight ninety. Seller accepted the first offer for seven fifty. And this buyer said he would pay six twenty-five. And so my student marked it, he went back to the seller and said, Listen, this isn't gonna work price that you want is too high and I can't do it. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to either cancel my contract or we need to renegotiate a lower price. And um, this was, by the way, inside of the inspection period. Okay. So he had every legal right to back out. It wasn't like at the last minute, it was within the inspection period. And so the seller said, okay, fine. And here's the situation or the reason why the seller did because the seller was motivated. The bank was getting ready to foreclose on the property. 
He did not want a foreclosure on his credit and the seller was motivated. So the seller said, okay, got it. So he marked it up 50 grand. He gave a contract to the seller for $675,000 $675, and they're closing in a couple days. All right, so moral of the story, lots of them, right? Always make offers, right? Don't overthink it, just make the offer. And if it's close enough, great. Sign the contract, you have an inspection contingency, that's when you do your due diligence. You get your contractors there, you get your buyers there, you get your financing partners there, get them to look at it. You may find out it wasn't such a good deal after all anyway, right? So then you either renegotiate a lower price or cancel the contract. And it's always easier to negotiate a lower price. But here's the cool thing. You found a buyer who was willing to pay for it and then he went back to the seller and he negotiated a lower price. And now he's gonna make 50 grand, right? So we were talking and we were talking to some other coaching clients on this coaching call that I had. And you know, a lot of people are, you're in competitive markets, right? And one of the things that you should be doing, if you haven't already, is you, you should be joining every other wholesaler's list, right? Go to Google, Craigslist, Backpage, Bigger Pockets, find every wholesaler and investor that is marketing or doing deals there and get on their buyer's list. Go to the local RIA groups, get on their buyer's list. And what happens? Even in competitive markets like Phoenix and Denver and Miami and wherever, right? Vegas, you'd think there's no deals out there, but there's still a lot of wholesalers that are advertising properties. And you'll see properties advertised on different websites that investors advertise on, you know? And so what do most investors do when they see those leads that come across their email? They delete the email. They throw it away. There's not enough equity in it. They get mad. They're like, who are these idiots? Who do they think they are thinking that they can sell this property at that kind of a price? What a bunch of morons. But you know what nobody does? Nobody contacts that seller and that wholesaler and makes an offer for what number would work for them. Okay? That's what you need to start doing, guys. You get on everybody's list. You, wholesalers are sending these leads out that are ridiculous. But guess what? That seller, that homeowner that that property is under contract with is motivated. They have a motivated reason, a real reason why they need to sell. Maybe the price is too high. Maybe they're not motivated enough yet. They just need some time to cook. But guess what? Make an offer anyway on those houses that those wholesalers are advertising, all right? And then ask the wholesaler, listen, when do you have to close on this thing? They should tell you, all right? Well, I got three weeks, I got two weeks, I gotta close on this thing. I said, well, you know, this number that you're looking for, 175, there's no way that's gonna work, but I could offer you 145. So why don't you go ahead and give that to the seller if, you know, if you're not getting any interest, try to go back to the seller and renegotiate a lower price. I can close in a week, I can pay cash, and I can help you save face right? And you can even tell the wholesaler, listen, I'll, I'll throw you a couple bones. I'll, I'll throw you a couple thousand dollars if you make this work for me, but I'll buy it. Otherwise, you're just going to have to cancel the contract because nobody in their right mind is going to buy it at this price. So you make the offer anyway. And then now that you know when they're supposed to close, okay, if they say I got to close in a couple, three weeks, then what you do is you set yourself up a reminder. And by the way, after you submit that offer to the wholesaler, you need to follow up with them and call them every few days, right? Hey, have you sold the house yet? You think, have you gone back to the seller and renegotiate a lower price? And then when that day comes, you skip trace the seller, all right? 
you don't want to call the seller while the wholesaler still has a house under contract, right? You don't want to try to steal the property from them. But you want to contact the, that seller after the contract has expired and skip trace them and call them and say, hey, listen, um, do you want to sell your house? I know you were trying to sell it before, but I can promise and guarantee that I will actually close on the deal when I say I'll buy, I'll buy, you know, however you want to say it, and make this make an offer to the seller. Now, I know some of you guys are already doing that, but... Um, <laughs> Because I hear the stories. I'm in the masterminds. I, I know a lot of wholesalers. I do a lot of podcast interviews and stuff. And I hear the stories all the time of other wholesalers stealing the other wholesalers' leads. And I get it. But like, don't try to steal these leads in before the contract expires. But as soon as it does expire, there's nothing wrong with you contacting the seller and trying to renegotiate with them. Chances are they're going to be even more motivated. Okay. So yeah, for heaven's sake, why don't why aren't more people doing this? Maybe people are, I don't know, but it's like most people I talk to, when I tell them this strategy, they're like, wow, that's a great idea. I've never done that before. I've never thought of that. Yeah, so just make offers to all the wholesalers out there and all their deals that they're sending out, okay? And then follow up with them and follow up with the sellers. Be persistent with that. The other thing is, and this was a, uh, on this particular coaching call we got on redfin in this particular city and started diving in to all of the older listings that were over 60 days old in redfin just going to redfin okay and we said all right show us all of the properties in this whole metro area that have been on the market for over 60 days that were under we were doing under one hundred and fifty thousand dollars or one hundred and seventy five thousand dollars or something like that right if there was a property in this area that needed that was under 175,000 it needed work and it had been on the market for over 60 days. It's a hot market. I mean, things are selling in like days there, right? Well, lo and behold, there were literally hundreds of properties that had been on the market for over 60 days in this particular area, which is surprising to a lot of people. And every time I show a student who's complaining about how hard the market is, they're like, oh, really? Wow, yikes, I didn't know that. So we started going through those, right? And started looking at them and looking for the ones that needed work, looking for the properties that needed work. And yeah, they were not in the best neighborhoods. Yeah, they were in crappy neighborhoods. Yes, they're not the type of deal you'd normally buy because you don't want to own any, but somebody wants to own investment properties out there. And I don't care how bad the neighborhood is, there'll be a price that that house would sell for, okay? So we started looking at them and a lot of these homes, they need work. You know, you can tell by the pictures, the house is cluttered. The, uh, there's not very good lighting in the pictures. The carpet is old. The drapes are falling apart. It's dark. These are properties that are not sold for a couple reasons. Probably they're overpriced and probably because they're just not presentable. Okay. And then these sellers, they've got them on the market for a couple months. It hasn't sold yet. Maybe they're getting motivated, right? And so many people think that there's no more deals on the MLS. All the good ones are gone by the time you get to them, right? But why not just email the realtor and say, hey, I saw this property at 123 Main Street. I like it. I'm an, I'm an investor. I'd like to buy it. But before I waste your time with a bunch of paperwork, I just wanted to ask you, do you think your client would consider something in this price range? And, and it doesn't matter if you're a realtor or not, right? You can do this. This is what we taught in MLS Hacks. 
mlshacks.com, by the way. If you want to do this all automatically in Podio and have your VA do it, Podio and FreedomSoft. But anyway, we uh, you just email the realtor. You don't have to send them contracts. Just say, hey, listen, I don't want to waste your time and waste your time with a bunch of paperwork. Would your client consider something in this price range? We're looking at this house. And you could do it really easily. You just go to, in, in Redfin itself, you can look at homes that sold recently and you can see what they're selling for and come up with an offer really quick. Come up with an offer in the range. Like at this particular house we were looking at, they were trying to get 109000 for it, I believe. Maybe fixed up, it's worth one hundred and fifty, and it needed a full gut rehab. So it's just not a good enough deal. So um, you could just email that realtor and say, listen, would your client maybe accept something in like the seventy-five dollars to $80,000 price range? Let me know. By the way, I am not a realtor. And if you want to represent me as you can also get, you can get both sides of the commission. Okay. And then just give them your name and phone number and the email. You don't have to do anything fancy or anything like that. Maybe call them up if it's a good enough deal or follow up. And yeah, you're not going to get that many deals from it. But what if, you know, it was one deal out of every 300 emails that you sent? Okay. Like that's pretty conservative. I know I get it. But like, what if it was one out of every 200 or 300 emails? Well, that's a lot of emails, but what if you had a VA do that every day? Just go in, look for the new properties that hit the 60 day list that need work, plug in a little, those numbers in a formula and send an email and follow up, follow up, follow up. The cool thing is with these agents, these are the agents that are willing to list properties in those neighborhoods at that prices at those prices that need that kind of work, those are good realtors to have. So if they know that you, you know, if you can build a relationship with them, if they know you're a serious investor, they will uh, send you more deals in the future. So anyway, those are my two golden nuggets I wanted to drop to you, and hopefully you get some value out of that. What are you going to do with what I just said, huh? What are you going to do? Hopefully, number one, you're going to get on every wholesaler's buyer's list, Every realtor, every investor, get on their buyers list. Network, network, network. What if you just did this? What if you got everybody's name and phone number and email and once a week called everybody that you could and just said, hey, do you got any deals? I'm looking for deals. Do you have anything? If they say no, you say, well, are you looking to buy anything? Are you looking for deals to buy? You might get somebody that says, yeah, I'm looking for a three-bedroom in this area. If you find anything, let me know. Okay, great, great, yeah. You go through your list, you call them up, you find somebody else who says, yeah, you know, I do have a deal I'm trying to sell. I've just been so busy, I've not gotten it up yet on my my website, I've not advertised it yet, or just not getting any interest, I don't know what's going on. So then you call that other buyer who just said he was looking for a property in that area, you call him up and say, hey, I think I got one. What, you know, here's the information, what would you pay for it? And he'll look at it and say, well, you know, I'll pay 125 for it. So then you call back the other guy who had that property under contract and you say, hey, listen, I'll buy it for 135. I can buy it right now. You see what I'm doing? All right, so that's where the money's made, man. He's just hustling, making phone calls, networking, making offers, making offers on every single property that comes across your desk, right? Don't just throw it away and, and complain about how stupid wholesalers are and they're not giving you any deals and there's nothing, there's no deals here anymore. Just make an offer on a number that works. And if it's close, get it under contract. 
All right, guys, so I'm out of here. I got to go. I'll see you later. All have a good one. And you all come back to the next workshop that I do, you hear? I don't know why I'm talking like that, but just come to the next workshop. I do them every couple, three, four months. And let me give you the website. You can sign up, wloworkshop.com, wloworkshop.com. And uh, I'm so busy, so I don't know if it's going to be updated with the next dates, but if there's not dates that are on there, then maybe it'll be like a waiting list or something like that. All right, guys, take care.